Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Why do we have insights when our mind is quiet? How do insights play a role in our ability to learn and when do they impact the trajectory of our lives? Welcome to Insight Out, where we explore these questions and dissect how insights influence who we are and ultimately who we become. I interview New York Times bestselling authors and some of the most influential minds of our time to find out what insights have helped to make them who they are. When I realized that the world worked in many different ways, I'm going to choose to create a life that is specifically designed for me. I see infinite capacity to think and create. That's the magic that we all have. You can tap into that any point in your life. You just have to decide to do it. And as a leader, you have to be a transition figure. As Dr. Covey said, be a light, not a judge. Be a model, not a critic. If you're like me, constantly working to design a life that will allow you to reach your fullest potential so that you can leave your mark on this planet, then you're in the right place. I'm glad to have you on this journey and hope you enjoy this episode of Inside Out. And we are back in action. The one, the only, Brendan Kumarasamy. What's going on, man? Hey, it's great to be back, Billy. Life is a beautiful thing, especially after meeting you in person. I found a new aura about me that I didn't know you even had. How about you? How are they? <laughs> it was, man. We got to see each other twice in a matter of, what, a month? First here in LA and then in Florida. And it was a delight. You were everything I thought and more. And we got to eat ramen, which is clearly the most important thing. And we got to explore Los Angeles. We got to go to a podcast conference. We got to eat tons of other food. And then you invited me to your amazing, amazing mastermind event that was truly life-changing. It's funny. I was just talking to somebody today about the circle of life, the wheel of life. Let's start there, man, because I think this is an interesting topic of conversation. I think we all lead lives. They may not be balanced, right? We may be 100% career. We may be 100% relationships, really over-indexed. Maybe it's not 100%, but a lot of our focus is in one area of our life. Here are the topics. Health, relationships, learning, career, fun slash joy, finances, adventure, and spiritual contribution. So tell me this wheel of life, why was that incorporated into the event? And what can you share as an insight or something that you think would be valuable for anyone who wants to take something like this to evaluate their current situation so they can make meaningful adjustments to their own wheel of life? Absolutely, Billy. You know, the Willie life is something we learned from the great Tony Robbins. So when we went to a lot of the 
TR events, this is one of the concepts that we would learn. And the reason why the Wheel of Life is such a great concept for us to continuously do is because life is a constant journey of learning. You know, a lot of us seem to think that when we're done our school degree, we're done university, that the learning somewhat ends. But the truth is, is there's so much to learn, there's so much to grow. And the Wheel of Life is a good snapshot of reflecting on what are the areas of our life that are working for us and what are the areas of life that aren't working us. And I'm happy to be a little bit vulnerable for a second. Last year when I did the Wheel of Life, I do this every six months around. You know, I was doing pretty well in most areas. Like my health was probably like an eight, not like sick or anything, pretty skinny as you can tell by looking at me. You know, my career is pretty good. My purpose is really clear. You know, I get to spend every minute of my day doing things that I love. But a big weakness that the wheel of life really outlined for me is that I've never really dated anyone. Like I don't really have a lot of romantic relationships. So I had a four in that category because I'm so focused in my career that I don't really spend a lot of time focusing on that. And the goal of the wheel of life, Billy, is not necessarily to do something about it right away because in my stage of life, because I'm still fairly young, I'm like 12 years old, I still have a lot of time right, to work on my career and Right, I just turned 12. <laughs> yeah, happy birthday. Thank you, man. I still got a lot of time. But it's that awareness that is key. So there's not really a finite answer. It's really just about looking at the wheel and just asking each other questions. And more importantly, like we did at the event, it's about having those conversations with other people. Because most of our conversations in life are about, hey, like, how was the game last night? And like, how's the weather? And, like, we focus on all of these surface level topics and we don't dive deeper into what are we actually trying to do to make our lives better? Even if we want to be a business owner or just a stay-at-home mom, whatever that we're excited about. So once we have the awareness, what next? Where do we go from there? What's Tony Robbins suggest? Because awareness is absolutely the first stage, right? You have to know where you're at, get a lay of the land and understand current state. Give yourself a, maybe one to 10 where you're at, right? Are you a seven? Are you a five? Are you a four? And be really honest with yourself where you're at. You might be an eight, nine, or 10 in some, but you might be a two, three, or four in another. So once you have that awareness, what's the next evolution of, of how you allow this wheel of life to work for you and give you the, the necessary guidance to make adjustments in your life? Absolutely, Billy. So here's the way that me and Vamsi teach it, to keep it simple, is number one, the first thing that we need to do is examine the areas that are going really, really well and understanding why they're going really, really well. So I'll give an example with me once again, and feel free to jump in with your own personal examples, is one area of life that I've done very well in is definitely my career. Not necessarily from a financial perspective, I'm still broke, but I meant more in the sense of I have that definiteness of purpose. Okay, now I'm spending every day of my life doing something something I really love that I know will help me financially and help me provide for people around me. So that I gave myself like an 8.59. So it's, it's about understanding why that number is high and being able to teach it to other people because the best way to learn something is to teach it. That's the first part. The second part is then looking at the people or rather the ideas that are low for us, the, the parts of the wheel of life that are low and understanding why that is. And then the third piece is ideally, if possible, having conversations with other people's wheel of life. Because the magic, the beauty of these exercises, there's always an area 
where somebody is lacking that somebody else is doing well in and just learning from each other. And that co-creation process is really amazing. So everyone could just print out the Wheel of Life. You can just like buy, like just get on the internet. It's, it's free. And then you could just have like a fun little get together where you go through it. So let's say, for example, you might be better. Actually, you probably are better than I am at romantic relationships because you've been married happily for, you know, 18, 20 years or whatever the number is. Right. And, and I'm definitely not. I'm like the opposite of you. I'm barely 18 years old myself. So the idea is we can learn from each other. And then the last step, which is the most important, Billy, is making a list of two to three action items. Not 20, not 30, but like one, two, maybe three things that we can start implementing to improve an area that we want to focus on. And then we do it one focus area at a time. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. There's so many things that you said in there that I want to underscore. The first being, it's an activity that you do a lot of self-reflection, but it's not an activity you need to do alone. And what I mean by that is have somebody or somebody's multiple people who you can interact with and, and share and, and probably get a little bit vulnerable. And they'll get vulnerable too, because this is where we can do the type of self-work, self-development that will allow us to actually make meaningful changes to our life. And I also like that you said, don't try to do 20 things. Don't try to boil the ocean. Pick one, two, or three things to focus on. By the way, for the record, I've known my wife. We've been together for almost 20 years. It'll be 20 years next year. And we're about to celebrate in two weeks, actually about a week, the beginning of June, uh, we're going to celebrate our 14th wedding anniversary. So let's talk about these micro adjustments that we make. We did this exercise at the Mastermind, as I said, and we gave ourselves an evaluation, scale of one to 10, how we're doing. And then what we really looked at from there is to think about what we can do to focus on any one of those areas. So let me just pull this up here because I think this is really important. As we went through this exercise, we gave ourselves uh, these numbers scores. The cool part about it for me was that we could learn from what other people are doing really well in certain areas. And so we asked the question, why is it that you have a high score in health, for example? Or why is it that you have a high score in finance? So one of the people that we did this exercise with, he said he is doing a lot of analysis and measuring of all of the things in his life. So it's a lot of seeking information and measuring. And this measuring allows him, and that, that helps a lot for diet, right? If you're constantly refining and looking at your diet and not just diet, but your exercise routine and all these different things combined, when you do that, it allows you to be conscious of it and have better overall health. So this is something that he applied in his life, which now me talking to him, I'm able to now think, okay, now that's something I can apply in my own life. So I'm curious what your experience was as we broke up into these groups and we did the exercise. What did you take away? Did you have a similar experience where you would 
learn from what other people are doing or what was your takeaway? Oh, yeah. I would say for me, Billy, great, great summary on your end as well. I would say the most valuable part of the wheel of life is really learning from everyone else. Because what happens is people give you strategies and tactics that you wouldn't really think of on your own. I'll give you an easy example. I I, th- I struggled a lot with health probably like three, five years ago, just in terms of just I, I just ate a lot of junk food. I wasn't gaining any weight because I had a really fast metabolism, but it, I just didn't feel good. So what happened was, you know, somebody brought up intermittent fasting at some point and I was like, oh, like I should probably just stop eating breakfast. And that worked really well for me because I had less decisions to make. And the other piece was around just eating stuff without having to cook it because I just like I'm so busy with everything that I'm optimized for. I just don't make time to cook stuff. So I just said, what's easy for me to stay healthy? So I just bought a bunch of avocados and I just eat a few avocados every week or I just eat like pistachios, which is easy for me. So it's these easy strategies that you can't really get yourself that somebody else kind of throws your way. It kind of like they pass the ball to you. Or like in relationships, somebody might go, okay, look, you don't have to get married or anything because you're 12, Brendan, but you can like go on a date every month, you know, every quarter or do something you want to do that you're, that you're uncomfortable with. So those, it's those little conversations that helps us. And then the other value add from the Wheel of Life is it also gives us an opportunity to coach somebody else too, even if we're not a coach, where we can look at somebody's life and say, I don't know why you gave yourself a six because I know you pretty well and I think you're underplaying the success that you're having. So it's also acknowledging people's success and getting a, a 360 bird's eye view on your life. And it's not just about yourself because you can't see your life in 360 just from your own side. That's why you actually give me a lot of feedback on my own life or people around me do so that it keeps me sharp and make sure that I don't fall into the blind spots that I have. Yeah, man. And you know what else though is, is so, so important with this whole exercise is it goes back to what you said before about if you find an area where you need to work, you don't try and pick 20 things, you pick one or two, but even amongst the what is it? Eight items. Let's see. In this particular wheel of life, there's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Eight items. Maybe you pick one to work on. And within that one, you pick two or three things that you're going to immediately implement. And you have an accountability partner with that other person. Or maybe you pick two to work on. What are your thoughts on that? And then what haven't we explored yet on Wheel of Life? And then we'll go into the next insight. Yeah, absolutely, man. You're 100% on the money there. And the reason why that's so important is because life is long, people. You know, Vamsi talks a lot about this as well, my business partner. You know, we're playing a hundred quarter game. Like we're talking about 25 years. You don't need to get all of these areas right. And it's also different based on the season you're in. Like for me, I'm still really young into my business building cycle. Like I can't just go on vacation for six months and sing Kumbaya. Like I gotta, I gotta focus on building what I gotta do. So there's different seasons for different people. But to your point, Billy, there's always adjustments that we can make that we're comfortable with in the moment. Because if you spend a year, let's say, give or take, on each area of life and you put all of your energy on mastering it, if you do that for eight years, let's say we take the wheel that you brought up that we were talking about, you'll have mastered all eight areas in eight years and you still got a lot more life to go. And I think that's what the beauty is of the exercise. It's not really about saying, okay, crap, like how do I get all eight of these things sorted out? But rather saying, how do I better optimize? I'll give you an easy one. Last year when I quit corporate, I was really miserable the first three months when I was an entrepreneur and I didn't understand why. And the reason was because I stopped listening to podcasts because I was so stressed about uh, making the money 
because I, I didn't have a stable income anymore, that I wasn't actually booking out the first two hours of my day or some two hours to listen to Lewis House's podcast or something. So my learning was like a three <laughs> when I quit corporate. So I added that habit in, and then it spiked right up to a nine, which is really high now because I spend most of my time learning. And that's the key. So I re-optimize that, and then I go to the next area, and I, and I get each one better and better until I'm satisfied with all the scores. So here's the question, though. Talk is cheap. We could sit here and say to do this, to come up with three items, to only pick one area of your life to focus on. How do you make sure you do it? I think there's two parts to that, Billy, right? There's two parts. One part is doing something you're comfortable with that you want to take ownership in. And what I mean by that is that it makes sense relative to your goals. Like if somebody told me to get married next year, I would just be like, no, like I'm not going to do it. Even if my score is low, like it doesn't matter. Like I don't want to get into this stuff right now. And that's okay. So I'm not willing to compromise on that, right? But there's other areas of life where I go, you know what? That actually makes sense. I could probably do it. So I think the question becomes, what is the easiest thing for us to implement? I'm big on easy. I like easy things. Let's find the compromise between where we are in our season of life and what are the one or two changes that we can easily implement that aren't a stretch, that aren't crazy. And that's how I've been able to rebalance my diet because before I just used to eat chocolates all the time. And now it's like, okay, well, two meals a day, avocados. Okay. I can deal with this. It's not hard. And over time we get better. That's one piece. But the other piece, which is more important is how badly do you want to achieve the future version of who you could be? You know, Ed Milet talks a lot about this. He has this great analogy. He says his life's purpose is that the day that he dies, assuming God exists in, in the context of his explanation, you know, and he goes to heaven and God shows him the version of who he could have been in the world, that the same person is standing in front of him versus the biggest regret that Ed has would have in his life is if he got up there and he looked at the man in front of him who was him, he wouldn't recognize that individual. As if, in any ways, what he's basically saying is like he would have left a lot of potential on the table. So it really goes back, Billy, to what type of life do we want to lead? What is our priority? And when we're very clear about that vision and how badly we want that vision, we'll do anything to get there, right? And when we have that clear desire, that's what pushes us above the starting line and actually get things done. Beautifully said. So, so valuable. And I love that perspective and that insight. What a great addition to the conversation. Let's get back to this, this topic and wrap up this topic with a, a few final thoughts. Here's my final thought that I'll pass it to you for your final thought. My final thought is going back to this exercise and thinking about what was really profound about it is we all have those areas where we are higher, right? Sevens, eights, nines. And much like you can listen to other people and hear why they have a high score in a given area and you could learn from them you can also learn from yourself. So why is it that relationships is a high mark for you? What are you doing right in your relationships that you can now apply into the areas where you're not doing as well? Because your own best teacher, you already know what you're doing well in a certain area and you already have the awareness and the, and the feeling of what it's like to do something really well in a given aspect of your life. Now you just need to apply it in another aspect of your life. 
But again, it comes down to that thing we talked about earlier. It starts with the awareness. Once you have the awareness, then you can start to cross-pollinate your approach that's working in other areas into the areas where it needs it. What's your final thought? I mean, I love that final thought, Bill. I completely agree, right? We are, we are already the best teacher that we're looking for. We just got to apply the principles that we've mastered into the areas of our life that need a little bit of work. And, and the only other thing I would add to that is the following. Remember to celebrate your success and your progress. You know, the best thing about the wheel of life, especially if you do on a consistent basis, like I do, which is probably like every six months, every 12 months, whenever Vamsi asked me to do it, basically, <laughs> is when I do the wheel of life, I notice that my circle is constantly increasing slowly, but it's always doing this. Like my personal relationships, you know, what I was talking about earlier in the show, that was a four and now it's a seven. Okay, for reasons I cannot state on this episode. But the point is, is that the circle, the wheel, is actually progressing. And that's what I feel a lot of people don't do enough of. And there's a great analogy I've never told you that, that I'm happy to share. Uh, Aubrey Marcus said something interesting in this podcast the other day I was listening to. And it really blew my mind. And the question he asked the audience to ponder was the following. What if this time period of history was the last time roses were ever going to exist? And I was listening to this and I was like, what does he mean? And he said, what if much like dinosaurs were extinct, you know, billions of the, whatever the time period was, what if this was the last moment in the human race that roses would ever exist? Would you spend more time smelling the roses? Would you spend more time cherishing the beauty of a rose? And when I thought about that, what it gave me as an insight is that most of us don't celebrate life enough. We don't celebrate the progress that we're making, that we're creating in our life. I mean, look at me. I went from this kid who was working a 70-hour job at a corporate gun, and now I'm a full-time business owner making the same amount of money, living in my parents' basement. Like, life is amazing. Like, how did that happen? We need to celebrate that progress because if we don't honor that progress, we can't move forward with everything else that we want to do in life. So let's smell the roses instead of just crushing the goals. Powerful, man. It's so true too, because when you feel and it's a real, you know, in your heart, something may not be around and could be yourself, by the way. If you feel like you're not going to be around, you do everything you can to enjoy those last few minutes. Or if you know something's going away, if you know something is fleeting and the amount of time you have to enjoy that thing is dwindling, you're going to take the time to enjoy it. What a great and powerful way to end that session. And so we're going to do this in three parts. We're going to do another insight in a minute, but what a great way to end this session about the wheel of life. Thanks, Brendan, for that. Really, really powerful. Thoroughly enjoyed it. And until next time. Thank you for listening to this episode of Inside Out. I hope you took away some valuable insights that will help you in business and in life. If you like this show, the best payment you can give is to rate, review, and subscribe to the show on your favorite podcast platform. You can also listen to past episodes and see a breakdown of all the best insights by going to insightoutshow.com. And for the record, there's no greater compliment than sharing this show with your friends on social media. So if there's an insight or lesson that you liked, please share it and tag both me and today's guest. And until next time, remember, your next life-changing breakthrough moment may happen when you least expect it. Insight out.